Hello, and welcome back to the Part-Time Otaku Podcast. My name is Grant. My name is Dave. Here we are, Match 3, Season 5, Episode 7. Um, this season is just chugging along, Dave. <laughs> yeah, man. This is a good episode, though. I, this one, I don't know why. I feel like there's a misdirect in this episode, mm. like, in the beginning, and then they, like, really get down to business fast. Mm-hmm. Good episode. I liked it. It's funny. There's there's a moment very early on in the episode uh, where it's almost like they're talking to the audience. One hundred percent. Let's take a break. And I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. let's. Yeah, like I think it's exactly what we needed. Change things up for one second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Before we get too far into that, uh, we just want to give a shout out to uh, Reddit user No Paper No Problem uh, on 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 Reddit uh, for the uh, Ochako Uraka thumbnail that we're using this week. Um, love the art style. L- love it. Yeah, I've. If also, if there's one character that I think we need a little more of this season and in other seasons, it's Uraka. I don't know why. She's the bubbly personality. It's always yeah. nice. She always uh, just kind of lightens up every scene that she's in. She had a couple good moments in this episode. Mm-hmm. Hoping to see, has she competed yet in a match for this season? No, right? No, I think she's on Midori's team. Oh, okay, excellent. So yeah. she'll probably be the like right at the end there. Killer. Which, was what we're in for, but yeah. uh, great thumbnail. So, I guess before we'll just get right into the synopsis, and then we'll we'll kind of hit up uh, early thoughts. Bring it. Uh, in the third match of the class battles, Todoroki and Ida lead the charge against a well balanced class B team, uh, and uh, buckets. Wow, what um, what buckets. a powerhouse team. Yeah, dude, I I remember looking at the at their roster, and I was like, oh shit, like this team's kind of stacked. Like, <laughs> they better not lose. <laughs> Even like the 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 weird like flesh tail guy who just or it just unsettles me every he, time I see his tail. But it's hundred like, percent unsettling. <laughs> but he's you, we've seen him in action before, and that dude kicks ass. Like yeah, and I feel like he's actually had he's like one of those characters. He's not quite as audience friendly as Red Riot, but he's just mm. below that. Like he's he's mm. been on screen and around enough, yeah. and for a very deep like since season one. That mm-hmm. you kind of know, funny enough, I don't remember his name, so, but you know Ojiro, enough about him. I think. Him. Yeah, Ojiro, yeah. yeah. But um, It's him, he, Lita, Todoroki, and who's the last guy? Uh, uh, wow. I forget. I always mix them up, too. We're gonna... Uh, Shoji? Who's Shoji? Oh, oh the other weird-looking dude. The, uh, the, the scout guy who can, like, create body parts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah, um yeah they're they're, but they've both had like a pretty decent amount of screen time so yeah kind of a stacked class Mm -hmm. a team yeah and it's so funny too because you know because you gotta you get those two characters that we've seen like Mm -hmm. tons of and then we get the two that like are not and even by the end of the episode it feels like (laughs) the two characters we've seen so much of they're the only ones getting like the love in this episode yeah you can tell like the animator or the director or whoever is responsible for this like they just they can't help themselves like you the eye is kind of drawn to these two characters Todoroki and Lita are so fun to watch yeah um let's start maybe at the beginning of the episode Mm -hmm. it opens on the shroom girl whose name i will never remember and i will maybe feel bad about that if she's on screen ever again is it uh it's uh kimura or um yeah i don't know something like i said this is this is the the absolute problem of the season it's just so like not the bad thing it's just there's so many characters especially the class we just met yeah man there's even but without class b in the mix we've talked about this that there is an unreal amount of characters and quirks and all those things there's no way you're gonna remember those off the uh 
top of your head. But no. she's comforting Tokiyami. Um, she wanted a cough drop. <laughs> it, it, she's like, oh, you okay, you, you little bitch? You want a cough drop? <laughs> she was like that. He's like, I don't need your pity. Yeah. Um, and- yeah. That was a good little moment. Did you catch the bit the robot was doing? Like carrying- I wanted... I wanted to talk to you about this, because this is not the first time this season they've cut to this joke. Oh, okay. I must have missed it. This is probably the second or third time they've done this. At very least, this is the second time. But I feel like there's been... Like, there was one, the first battle. I don't know why. The first thing I thought was, like, are they going to have, like, a random robot uprising situation at the end of this? Where they... Like, what if... what? Okay, here we go. Here's, like, a random what if. What if at the end of the season, they both classes A and B need to work together. Like, they do back to... You know when they... Like, the very beginning where Midori had to prove himself against the robot? I guess the, all the student body had to mm-hmm. fight robots, and there's, like, a point system. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we're going to get, like, a, a round two of that. After oh. they'd all battled against each other, had learned teamwork, fun. you know? And and then kind of, like, as, like, a... Remember at the end of Phys Ed? You'd be, like, working, 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 and then, like, you get dodgeball for, like, the last 15 minutes, yeah, and yeah, it's just, yeah. like... Let's go, you know? Like, I wonder yeah, like if we're going to get that. A team-up exercise to fight all yeah, the Yeah, with everyone. That'd be a big, that'd be That's a lot. It's funny. Of... I, I didn't know they, they did that bit before, but I was like, that is uncharacteristic. There's a couple things, that being one of them in this episode, mm-hmm. where I'm like, hmm, I feel like that was really intentional that they included that. Um, it's exactly. This, That's, yeah. this could just be for the bit. Like, it could just be a throwaway joke, because they have had returning bits, like the, um, you know, the biased commentary thing. Mm-hmm. And, so who knows, but I, anyway, I thought it was funny, but now that you say that, it makes me wonder if like that's going to go somewhere. If it that doesn't, would, though, I'm, that would be awesome still good. They did. A robot uprising is exactly what this show needs right now. A that little bit of sh- <laughs> Yeah, just kind of mess shit up. Man, That that's maybe that's going to end up a funny prediction. Maybe in the middle of a Midoriya and Shinsho's match, there'll be some, some kind of <laughs> Can you intrusion. imagine they've been setting up for the whole season that the rematch of those two and they got to pause it for a robot? Yeah, fight they vacuums. fight to a draw in the middle of it. Yeah, they fight, got to fight back to back. That'd be kind of funny. Um, the teachers, you know, Aizawa and the Class B homeroom guy who gives biased commentary. Vlad. Vlad, yeah, he's talking about how, okay, we may have gone a little bit too hard. Mm-hmm. Went to O to 100 a little bit just because they did so much damage to their yeah. stage. So this is where they kind of throw you the curveball. Well, not really a curveball, but they go, okay, let's take like a two-hour break or something, or let's take like a break while we switch locations and let the shrooms dissipate. So I thought we were maybe potentially taking an episode off the tournament at this point. I I didn't think of the tournament. I thought they were just going to use this like it was just going to cut to the next scene, and it was like there had been a break. But I was I was genuinely surprised that they kind of they they went with it, and you know we got we had some time between matches like on screen. Mm-hmm. Not a lot happens in that time, though. I was almost no. like, why bother including this? Because I think we get back to the tournament within, I don't know, three and a half minutes or something. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a couple funny bits, like that one insufferable dude from Class B is like bragging. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then the kendo, the girl with the big hand, just knocks him out like she has previously. Um, I also had high hopes for All Might pulling Midoriya aside. Did you think that was going anywhere? Um, it was, it, it, when it happened, it was, because I thought everyone knew that he was there. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of, I didn't really, under, as it was happening, I was like, well, why, like, why is he whispering and like coming over? Like, was he like not, was he not supposed to be known that he was there or watching kind of thing? Yeah. So, but even then, like, this is kind of like a, to me, I think you, I think you, you think differently, but I think this scene kind of like went nowhere. It a hundred percent went nowhere. I yeah. mean, like... 
you know, maybe like if we really, you know, want to like split hairs, like they made a point of the of the classmates knowing that yeah, All Might was pulling Midoriya aside, and that they seemed to be spending time together. Mm. So like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that cover gets blown. That doesn't really seem like a huge deal to me, but maybe it could be. Because mm. um, that's the thing too. Because they know. Because yeah. Midoriya is still a kid. Like to if mm-hmm. it gets out there. Because that's the thing they've had problems with leaks in the school before. So there is you know there is some truth to that. So it's kind of bad on uh, All Might's part. But before we go ahead, there's a moment when um, uh, All Might pulls Midoriya away. And Pinky's kind of teasing uh, Uraka, and she accidentally uses her quirk, and Pinky's, like, floating into the sky, and, like, instead of, like, them going to the joke of, like, oh, I'm, like, I'm floating away, she just, like, the breaking, and she's, like, breakdancing in the sky. I know. (laughs) I I was, like, this is the shit. I like this shit. Like, when they lean into, just, like, we've been talking about bits all day, but, like, when they... When they lean into it and they just like, you know, because the show can be so ridiculous, right? So like when you use that to your benefit to just make, just take a good joke a little bit further, I feel like Mm -hmm. that's exactly what they did here. I laughed out loud when that happened. Absolutely. They, they, Pinky's another one of those characters. They're really good to like, just throw a joke her way and it usually lands. Yeah. That's a good point. She has, yeah, uh, yeah, she kind of has that pull. You can kind of, there are a couple of characters like that that are versatile enough that Mm -hmm. you can kind of use them for whatever you want. Like, yeah. uh, Red Riot's a good one, right? Like, you can give him a whole character development episode, but he can also yeah. just be, like, the butt of the joke if you want him to be. Yeah. And seem genuine, too. That's Yeah, 100%. That's the hard part. And that's, again, like, we've been singing praises for this show for this kind of thing. They're really good at making those little believable moments. Mm-hmm. Even with characters we don't see all that often, so it's, you know, yeah. pinky for the win there. <laughs> Wrapping up that All Might scene, basically, how it goes nowhere is, like, you know... All Might says, hey, any news? And Midoriya's like, no, what about you? And he says, no, I'm going to talk to Gran Torino about it. You know, my master never mentioned anything like this. So that, is the implication that the last time we saw them sitting down was like, like weeks ago? I don't know. That's my... It feels like it went it from was like day yesterday. to day. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, maybe just checking in on him, but... And keeping him appraised of like his intentions. Like, yo, I'm going to go talk to Gran Torino about it. Bakugo walks in on him though. But the thing, the thing I don't understand is like if it's, if it's for the benefit of the for the audience to remember this plot detail because it's obviously mm-hmm. like the vestiges thing is clearly gonna come up in the Shincho fight, mm-hmm. which is like stop beating me over the fucking head with it. Like I get it. Yeah. Like they foreshadow that here again. And that's what I'm saying. Like, are you trying to tell me the audience of the show is not fully engaged and like we we need the reminder? It's like there's some things it's good. Like if it's been a season or two and it, and it's leading up to it, obviously that's kind of like a tease and it kind of spoils something mm-hmm. potentially. But this is all within the same season. Like we're seven episodes in now. We've seen this vestiges and stuff a few times. What's we had a whole the... conversation about it three or four episodes ago, which is you know what I mean. Long. Like it's yeah. it just seems like it's too soon. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Maybe uh, I mean, I, no, I don't. I don't have a good explanation. But, yeah, but yeah, Just, I, yeah, I agree. It feels like a, a little heavy-handed. I thought there was a good moment of Bakugo walking in on them having this conversation. Yeah, I thought it was surprising that Midoriya was honest with him, and because mm. Bakugo asks what's going on, and he it seems like he tells him. Mm-hmm. It was cool to have those three in a scene together because it feels like it's been a while. Like I think about some of those scenes with the three of them. I think about the drill when Bakugo and Midoriya had to team up to fight All Might. Oh, yes. That was a great episode. Yeah. Um, and I was like, has it been? Like, when's the last time they were all together? Anyway, that I, I was kind of stoked for that. 
Um, the last thing I wanted to mention on this, sorry to be hogging this whole scene, but it was just uh, as they exit, All Might says to himself, Master, what are you and the previous users mm. trying to do? It's that was so, the biggest thing of substance in this scene. Yeah, that, I think thing, that's yeah. what it was for, maybe. Yeah. I, I like the idea that they may or may not be conscious in there, like the vestiges, mm. right? Because the whole Shinsho thing, which we've heard about a hundred times now, the fact that they, quote, saved him in his first fight with Shinsho because they woke mm. his ass up, yeah. sort of suggests that, like, collectively, they might be alive somehow or or somehow aware, right? Um, which is an interesting thought. Like, are they trying to actually communicate? Do they have a consciousness? If so, can he tap into that? What are they trying to tell him? Like, you know, we've talked about this before. Like, I think that's like where the show's lore is the strongest, right? Is yeah that the lineage of that quirk? How is it going to drive the plot, etc.? So, I'd like less foreshadowing about that and more of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, show me like show me when it's ready. You know, like when it's going? coming out of the kitchen. Like I, I, I get it. Like it's cooking right now, and mm-hmm. it's at this point like i get like we smell it you know like you know it's the steam's coming from the kitchen i smell i can hear the fajitas just like when they're ready they're ready god fajitas such attention hogs oh Ooh, look at god. me and fajitas <laughs> steaming as they walk by yeah you couldn't wait five minutes to bring those out <laughs> that's not my bit i forget i think that's a i don't know who that is but i stole that um but then we go to the uh but then we go to class, the class B, class A fight, and that's where we see like the the lineup of Todoroki, Lita, Shoji, and Ojiro. Um, there are some things in the scene that I find incredibly strange and like very clunky. Hit me. <laughs> okay, so uh, okay, I'll, I'll say this first, and I don't know if I'm jumping ahead, but there's a moment. It's the best instance they've done it this season of believability when it comes to class B. Mm-hmm. The, you know, because, like, you know, they're kind of at odds a little bit. Like, again, this is jumping ahead a little bit, but it's it's all kind of, like, the same umbrella here. Mm-hmm. The four of them talking, like, it's Tetsu Tetsu, like, he's going off on, like, he's, you know, like, pounding his head in oh, there. Oh, yes. And he's going in. But the four of them, their group dynamic and the way they're communicating with each other is the most believable thing we've seen from that class yet. Like, you can tell their friends. This is some, like, class 1A, like, commentary. It was... Probably yeah. honestly the best thing of the episode for me to see really? the the, the gyre. I don't know what it is like. It's just you know because that's what I want to get to know these characters, and we're only really seeing them as like you know. We I think we talked about this a lot last week. They're just being used as power progression for class one A. Yes, like we get that. That's the sh- they're springboards. Like we get it. That's the show. With but names the fa- and quirks, but with like names and quirks, ultimately yes. springboards. Exactly, and just that moment of like them communicating with each other because the previous two groups was kind of like right into the action. It wasn't, you know, there was some talking. I guess we got a little more talking last episode just with Ken, um, Kendo kind of communicating with her team of how, like, we're going to get over Momo and all that. And But, like, just seeing them talk and communicate and laugh and just, like, there's a line, like, when the pony girl is talking and he's like, look, pony is talking English. Like, look how mad she is. <laughs> I know. And, like, it, it was just, it was funny. <laughs> that was a good bit. And just, like, the way they were talking and communicating, it's like, I believe these kids know each other. And, like, and you know, and to my point is, like, this is, like, going to 1A, mm-hmm. you know. Um, 
So I love that in this episode. I know it's so it's so small, it's so minute, no, but, but it's just it was very believable. You're like, not was, wrong. I mean, I, yeah. I remember being like, "This is kind of funny." Like, I don't know any of these people, but like, if they can get a laugh out of you that quick, yeah, you know what I mean, without a, a ton of setup and and context, um, you just sort of walk into the scene and they're already just like arguing and doing their thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So, so the thing I didn't like is what what was with. Tokoyami walking up to Todoroki and was like that was dumb that was so dumb I was like I never would have thought of that like There's the like... fact they were and it was like it, it was forced and it was like you guys are trying to make me think about heroes one and two and this is trying to swing back to the Endeavor Hawk stuff yeah like it clearly was... they're trying to bridge it... those things but it's like yeah. why like it didn't you, make sense you already hit us over the head they hit us over the head with the same flashback twice in this yeah. uh, in this episode, and we'll get to that. But like, they give Todoroki the flashback of him training with his father and how rough that was. Could have left it there. Lita has a flashback, and that and I have a problem with that too. It's like Lita looks back and he's like, "Oh shit, I should be honoring the person that I'm from." And then it cuts to him like, you know, I got to give the utmost. Like, you know, I got to show my respect and honor for my older brother. It was just like, what is going on? Like, it almost seemed like if. Tomo- or Tokoyami hadn't said anything to Todoroki, Lita wouldn't have fucking had that thought. Yeah. I <laughs> you know? weird weird choices, weird weird decision making and why we needed to link those things and set them up. Maybe that'll make sense later, but like yeah. it definitely you know, in the scope of this episode and this moment, it did not pay off. It was weird. Mm. It was like an unsettling... Well, Lita's paid off. Lita's paid yes. off because it led to... Yes. like Which we'll get to that. But the Todoroki stuff is them just kind of teeing up some more, like, daddy drama. Yeah. Fine. Um, Whatever. Yeah. Fine. But it was just in that moment. It was just like Tokiomi coming like, eh, like, you know, we, we were under... We got to honor the one and two. And I was like, what? You're in school, dude. <laughs> Like, yeah, this is the, it was edgy shit, Because we both like, interned, like, what? He's yeah. like, yeah, I took an L. I don't know. Whatever. It was weird. I don't know. It's... I, um, I will say the fight starts, Class B and Discount Red Riot. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> Tetsu Tetsu. Tetsu Tetsu. I can't, like, I mean, you know, you can see the twist coming from a mile away that, like, they're not actually unprepared. But like I, I didn't thought, expect that, actually. I'll be honest. That, oh, really? But, yeah, it was, yeah. But it did... It did how it went, the manner in which it went surprised me because he sure. does seem like a a bit of a dipshit. Mm. Um, so like I did be- I I did believe that like he was just gonna completely mess everything up, which is how I think we were meant to feel. Yeah. Um. So that was funny, and it was also funny. Uh, mentioning what you said earlier, like about their chemistry for that side of the team. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. When they actually spoke English. With super hard Japanese accents. <laughs> yeah. I almost, dude, I almost didn't catch it because I was like so focused on the subtitles. You see that a lot though, because there's some words that just there isn't a translation and yeah. they use the English word. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a good one. I, I don't know. Okay, or um, when I was playing that Yakuza game, that mm. like, you know, like, because this is like a 60 hour RPG that I played, like, there was lots of moments, like, it'd be, a, it's funny, Leanna would be sitting on the couch and, you know, like, it's obviously in Japanese and subtitles and, and then there'd just be, like, a random, like, same thing, like, you know, heavy Japanese accent in an English word. She's like, why did they throw that in there? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's because there isn't a word for it. Like, yeah. But it's, no, it's, yeah. Oh, it, like, um, yeah. I just, sidebar, but, or a slight distraction, but in that same vein, Sam just watched the, well, not just watched, uh, the Levi uh, 
Beast Titan fight. <laughs> Dude, I was just sitting there watching her, not even watching the fight. And I was like, you better fucking love this. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is as good as it gets. <laughs> yeah, but she watched that. And uh, he, the episode beforehand is called Perfect Game. And that's an ep- that's a... Uh, an example of like you know the beast titan has this great like thunderous voice mm. and the voice actor crushes it and they do something to his voice when his audio is coming out of the beast mm. and he's you know speaking japanese and out of the out of the middle of nowhere and he goes perfecto game <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, it, always, it keeps yeah. you on your toes when you're watching yeah um so then what happens oh right we leave we leave the um this was an interesting decision. high speed chase. Yeah, there's a high speed chase. Like we're not in the in the tournament or in the class battle, whatever anymore. It's an actual real world villain cha- being chased by pro heroes. Endeavor shows up, dusts him. Yeah, in and out easily. Solved. <laughs> yeah, that's a cool moment with some kids. Yeah, you can definitely show he's starting to show restraint. Showing restraint. Yeah trying to make that number one hero spot his own it seems mm. like you know and yeah i thought that was like a good scene yeah. it was it was interesting uh interesting that they they showed him texting todoroki that was so funny without responses i, I wait your reply i wait your twice reply. yeah <laughs> and there's one too i noticed it goes um ah shit uh, anyway, so he, you can tell like he had started to write a text, yeah. accidentally hit send on the first word of the sentence. Oh, and then so like funny. the next text was like the full message he meant to send. That's, I think it's it's. That's I think he goes to, life. yeah, and I was like, wow, that's like de- spot on, dad text. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> then he has the exact same flashback that yeah. Todoroki has, which is you know fine. He's basically he, he's trying, right? This is a really interesting arc. Like or or just decision for the show to make because mm. every now and again we get heavy, and like this is a weird one because like so much like spousal and child abuse is implied, and it's kind of just being not swept under the rug, but it's like all you need to do is just I don't know it's I mean it's, you know Shoto, it's a weird it's weird <laughs> everyone isn't exactly forgiving him and like bringing him in with open arms, but it's also just weird it's just a weird choice right like yeah. it's just it's almost out of character of the show and as a result like they're not handling it or i mean maybe this is just how they're deciding to handle it but it is weird right you think you think it's weird i think it's weird like you know i've read some stuff online i think the general consensus is like this dude was a piece of shit it seems like a little um what's the word i'm looking for um like accommodating to the situation to progress the story you know like he did do all the shitty stuff but it, it it's like it's not I understand what they're trying to do. Like, it's... They would have to put... And that's the problem in. They should be putting the time in to, like... They should be putting... Investing more time in, like... Him trying to be better and showing how he is doing better. And, like, coming up with his sins kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of, like... Not, like... It's kind of... Actually, you know what? It is a little whitewashed of, like... No, like, I'm... I am going to be better. And, like, that stuff is in the past. Yeah. Like, there's no... Like, he... There's no accountability... And it's also weird because, like, they do this part of, like, like the, the first bits you see of Endeavor are all focused on that. But then yeah. they kind of go out of their way to make you like the character. And I mean, like, you know, maybe mm. that's intentional to, like, try and, you know, make him complex and your feelings about him complex. Mm. 
But it doesn't feel like this, this is that kind of show. Because he gets yeah. so little time. Yeah. Right? It's just weird. But whatever. Um, I was I'm thinking... Not, you know, not, not, not just raging Not to stay it. on it too long. It's, it's not like Walter White. You know, like, we had him from the beginning, and we watched him devolve and do these shitty things, and, like, trying to do the right thing, but also doing it wrong. Like, it's, it's Super, not really the same. Yeah, it's definitely not the same, because, you know, it's not a three-dimensional character drama piece, right? Exactly. Like, but, that's the thing, like, we just, we're kind of just given this information of, yes, he was shitty, so we don't, like, we know some of the details, but we don't have, like, the, the really big picture, so it's hard to... It's hard to argue the fact that, oh, he is good. Like, maybe... Do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's yeah. just there's so many details left out. It's hard to, like, really make it believable other than the fact of, oh, I guess he's going to be forgiven. Yeah. Because that's what it feels like. He's just going to be forgiven. It seems like that they're on together. Uh, Shoto but without the journey. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, journey in quotes because, like, they've been tugging at the thread of this story for four yeah. straight seasons. So, so it sort of feels like they've made progress, even though we mm. haven't, like we've dived in on it a bit. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're kicking a dead horse. It's weird. It's kind of underdeveloped, but we'll see how it goes. Right. Maybe. I think it's my least, it's like the thing I care about the least this season. Cause like, there, yeah. you know, it's, there's just, there's other bigger fish to fry. <laughs> um, I, what? So we return to the battle and Shoto sneezes. And they make a point of being like, hey, you're never sick. You okay? I don't know why that stuck Do you know what I thought me. that was? What, okay, what? I have nothing. I thought, you know, like when, oh, your ears must have been ringing? Yeah. That's what uh, I thought that was. Dude, that would That's make more sense than anything else. Mm-hmm. Or your ears are burning, right? Yeah. Yeah. That makes more sense. I thought, like, what? Like, is someone's quirk going to be to, like, fucking make them sick? Like, give them a head cold or COVID mm. halfway through the fight? Oh, my God. Yeah. You imagine COVID nineteen. <laughs> oh my God! His quirkies. <laughs> he looks at you and you become a contagion. Oh, I don't know. the The announcer, um, is like a Japanese guy with like a weird Mexican accent. That's that was my. We haven't seen him this season. Yeah, you hear him when he uh, introduces people and their powers, but yeah, we haven't seen him. Oh, I like that dude. What is his name? Microphone? Something like that. What is his name? I like that dude. That dude is like yeah. Megaphone? Megaphone? Um, so anyway, they uh, Class A jumps in just both feet in the water. Yep. Shoto ices the whole team. Yeah. Looks legit. Lita comes in, but it's an immediate trap. Which, like, you know, I was like, well, something's going to happen, but I did not see it going this way. I, I love the musical cues they do. It's kind of yeah. almost like a den, den, den. <laughs> I love that. Uh, what's the guy's name? Is it Honu Honanuki? Honanuki. Honanuki. Uh, yeah. He he can touch, the, turn them to rubber, or make them melt, or make them mud man. What is it? Mud man. Mud man. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> so he makes he makes everybody soft. And you know what's a really cool detail I noticed? There's a scene where. I think it's when Tetsu Tetsu's in the process of like smashing down. Like he's already been doing it for like a few minutes, and they're yeah. kind of like, "Oh, what do we do?" You'll notice he's the Mudman or uh, Honanuki. He's up a level, and you can see he's like fiddling around with stuff, and it's mm-hmm. him setting the trap. Like it's yeah. little shit like this. Like they, they do. Thank make, you. Yeah, yeah, they do take uh, a beat or two to be like, "Oh, this guy like has quick reactions. He's got mm. good reads. They seem to not." They seem to have a plan, so yeah, fine, you know, credit where credit is due. Is he, and they make a point of, like, the recommendation. That was, Is that, like, when a hero is asking for a hero? Yes. Or, or the hero, um, in, or, 
it, it, like like they give a referral. Oh yes, gotcha. Um, so things quickly go to shit for class one A. Mm. Lita gets sucked into the floor immediately. Um, Todoroki's like playing defense, but then his other two buddies get engaged real quick. Yeah. Um, I forget the name. Uh, discount uh, Red Riot Tetsu Tetsu. Yeah. Is launched by the girl with horns, and he starts fighting. Um, Todoroki. No, it's oh yeah, he he yeah. gets a hit in on Todoroki, but he's he was fighting the other guy. Oh, with the wing. Yeah, yeah. And then um, there's another team member on Class B who has like his the gyrate his, dude. Yeah, the gyrate. He engages <laughs> uh, Oji or whatever Ojiro, whatever. Ojiro, yeah. So like everybody's busy. Yeah. Um, it's it's full on conflict at this point, and it's looking bad for Class A. And then... Uh, cue flashback. Cue the flashback. Like, ah. Oh, it's, it's like, okay. The Goku's about to get angry here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then you cue the flashback. The, I, you know, of all the flashbacks, this is a pretty interesting one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because haven't, I haven't thought about Lita's quirk in the mechanics of it. It's like an engine. you got to maintain an engine. It, he, when they said it, I was like, fucking duh. Like, awesome. So he literally... <laughs> pulls the mufflers out of his legs oh my God. and he grows new ones yeah that's i feel like we haven't seen blood mileage. in a long time yeah that was that a was... weird one yeah but the show ends on him or the episode ends on lita being like that's my secret i'm always in overdrive <laughs> i don't know what he says <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, he's like, yeah, I've been revving these mufflers all this whole time. And then he, you know, he busts out well, of the rubber ice thing. Because Mudman makes a reference of like, ah, yeah, you can only, you, like, why'd you use that right off the get-go? Like, can't you only do that oh, for 10 minutes? Oh, yeah. And then I think Lita makes a line of like, well, no, I, I'm always on. But my new style, that is like, that's only for 10 minutes. And yeah. like, that's on now. Which I thought was... Oh, it's so good. Like, Ida, he, like, I know he's one of the main dudes. I almost wish he had his own show. Yeah, he's really good. Um, They handle his comedy very well. They never, Mm. it's never too much, though it could be if they didn't handle it so well. Mm -hmm. Um, But they handle his character really well. And, like, you know, also, like, the drama with the brother and, you know, being serious when he has to be. He's yeah. another one of those characters that we talked about earlier, like Red Riot. He can kind of fill whatever role you need him to a lot of the time. Yeah. Being badass, being funny. Yeah. Being, you know, just an exposition just a well, Just a well-rounded character. Yeah. Yeah. That pretty much does it for this episode. Yeah. Just... Uh, as usual, we did not watch the Stinger slash preview, I assume. No, I'm out on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we sh- should have mentioned as well, obviously, if it wasn't clear throughout this whole podcast, we're anime only, right? We've never seen uh, any of the mangas. Um, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I think it's clear to, like, yeah. everybody, you know, at that point, like, we don't know what's coming. So, yeah, that's, that's you know, worth noting. Um, if this is your first time listening, for, you know, first of all, thank you. Um, we do this uh, podcast for My Hero Academia same time every week. Usually comes out on Wednesdays, and uh, many of you, it looks like, have been listening to the post show. Yeah. Uh, perhaps it's the same people, perhaps not. But either way, thank you for listening. We're definitely going to keep doing this. Yes, thank you very much. The post show is super fun. You know, I don't know if you guys have heard it yet, but if not, uh, take a listen. It usually drops a couple days after these episodes. It's anime related, but also just entertainment related. You know, we 
for example, like this week, we're going to talk about, we've talked a lot about Invincible, the MCU, um, Jujutsu Kaisen, which we're both getting into now, um, Yasuke, to oh, Eternity, yeah. lots of cool, you know, just generally speaking, like anime and entertainment related news, uh, you can catch that kind of stuff there and more. Other than that, I think that's probably it for this week. I think so. Cool. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please feel free to like, comment, share, subscribe, follow, whatever, do whatever you like, you know, but we, we enjoy it. We enjoy you listening. Thanks, guys. Cheers.